listening to the JMCC Scientist in the Spotlight podcast. My name is Kate Weeks, and today I'm joined by Dr. Rong Tian, Professor and Director of the Mitochondrion Metabolism Center at the University of Washington, and Editor-in-Chief of the JMCC and its new sister journal, JMCC Plus, and Dr. Davor Pavlovich, Associate Professor in Cardiovascular Sciences at the University of Birmingham and Deputy Editor of the JMCC Plus. Rong and Davor, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. It was really great catching up with you in person at the ISHR World Congress in Berlin last month. Rong, did you enjoy the meeting? How was it to see everyone in person again? Hey, hi, Kate. Thank you so much for having us. It was really fun in Berlin, and uh, we really felt energized uh, having this meeting in person after a three-year gap. And also, uh, there's so much enthusiasm about uh, journals of IACHR, so we're all very encouraged. And Devo, what were your key highlights from the meeting? What did you take home from the meeting? Well, well first of all, Kate, thank you again for your kind hosting of this podcast. Uh, and it was really lovely to see you and everyone else. Uh, I, I think the biggest take-home message for me was just how much joy um, I've seen in the faces of particularly young investigators uh, after the meeting and how I would say pumped they were to, to actually now do research. I think they finally saw a, a really, really important aspect of, of research, and that is meeting individuals that, you know, have similar research interests and career paths and exchanging ideas and, and having a few drinks. I, I think that to me was the, the most kind of impactful sentiment from the meeting beyond obviously some really, really good research that we've encountered as well. A really wonderful experience. So Ron, tell us a little bit about JMCC Plus, which you launched at the ISHR World Congress. Maybe maybe you could start with the history of the JMCC and then how JMCC Plus has evolved from the JMCC. Certainly. So JMCC was established in 1970. So it's over 50 years old. It's like somebody walked into the middle age. So it's it's really nice to to be energized again with a, with a new baby, which is the JMCC Plus. And we're very excited to launch the plot. Uh, we see this as a future of, of communication. So it will expand our platform of communication. It will also fit into the, the modern way of quickly uh, disseminate and discuss new uh, research results. So we are uh, really excited about this. And I'm also very excited about the the team, especially my par partnership with Davo, and he's going to talk more about it. So Davo, you're the deputy editor of JNCC Plus. What attracted you to, to that role? And what are your hopes and plans for JNCC Plus during the first, first 12 months of its life? I mean, what attracted me to the role is the challenge the excitement of a new journal. I love Rong's analogy of a new life, new baby <laughs> being brought into the family. Uh, I think, I guess, nurturing that baby, making sure it grows up to be a responsible adult. Um, and, and actually, you know, I, so that it becomes a home for, I guess, all of us, uh, like JMCC has been for many years, and it sort of becomes established in the research community. I think that those are the things that really motivate me. In terms of your second question is 
where do we see it going? I mean, obviously, it's going to supplement JMCC uh, in, in many respects, but equally, it will stand hopefully on its own two feet. And one of the kind of big things that, that we really want to promote is the, the robustness of research findings and validity and reproducibility. It's one of the kind of big stories for the journal, at least for the, for the next few years, for sure. So tell me more about this reproducibility aspect of the journal, because that's clearly something that is very important for, for the JMCC Plus. And at the World Congress, the JMCC held a reproducibility in heart research workshop. So could you just tell me a little bit about uh, the ideas behind that workshop and, and why it's such a focus for the JMCC Plus? So, um, I mean, first of all, I should point out that the reproducibility session at, J at, at the Berlin meeting was incredibly well attended. I, I was uh, perhaps surprised to see so many people wanting to hear about reproducibility, uh, which I guess probably means that we are, so to speak, barking up the right tree, or probably we're dealing with a, with a problem that people are realizing is a problem. Uh, equally, AJP Hart editor was there as well, and, and the session was really thought out by David Eisner, who's you know, thought about reproducibility a lot. And, and I encourage everyone to read some of the communications or, or editorials that David Eisen's written on the topic. So we, 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 we think it's a, it's a major issue. Um, some of the recent stats are pointing out that 80% of the uh, manuscripts that are published, particularly in high-impact journals, are not reproducible. This is a very scary statistic. And... Uh, uh, there, there's some evidence actually to, to demonstrate that the relationship is skewed in terms of irreproducibility towards higher impact, more so than the, I would say, lower to medium uh, impact factor journals. But obviously, I don't know whether the, the data is robust on this. But the bottom line is clearly we've realized and other people have realized that, that we need to do something about this. And therefore, there is also a publication bias, as we know. In other words, people will only publish positive uh, studies rather than negative studies. So we are recognizing that this is part of the same problem. And uh, so the journal JMCC Plus will, uh, as a result, uh, be very, very happy to publish data that has already been published in, in, in another form, of course, in another, let's say, animal model or using a different set of experimental techniques. And it, you know, if it is reproducible, fantastic. If it's not reproducible, we also want to know about it. Ron, did you want to comment on, I guess, the focus on novelty and how, how journals really want something new and exciting and are maybe a bit dismissive of negative findings? Of course, sure. I think um, the JMCC Plus, uh, as a companion journal of JMCC, we don't only want it to publish more work that JMCC cannot publish. We want it to have an identity. Uh, so uh, uh, several important aspects of the identity include the reproducibility as well as include the um, publishing useful data set. Uh, so uh, reproducibility is a big issue in the scientific community and uh, it's like an elephant in room. Everybody's aware of that, but it's very difficult to discuss or address that. And the GMCC family journals as a, as a society journal, we felt it's a responsibility to move the research community forward. So we have to face that and address that. 
So one way to do this is to dedicate a part of GMCC Plus to this and the pro provide a platform for open publication and discussion. We we don't mean to host a, a food fight that everybody puts things that they don't agree with each other here. Uh, we want to be very vigorous in scientific review. So only the ones who has done a very well um, rigorous design and the experimentation and then data came out inconsistent with previous published um, the results, and then we open, we welcome those publications. We also welcome open discussions on that. I think the expertise of the society will help us to make sure that this, these are quality publications and not just random observations. I think this is a, a really exciting initiative. So congratulations, both of you, for the way that you have developed JMCC Plus's vision and uh, what it's going to be. Um, maybe to finish up, Rong, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on the uh, open access side of things. Um, so JMCC Plus is an open access journal, and I guess maybe five or six years ago, open access journals had a bit of a bad rap um, due to the rise of predatory publishers. Uh, but I feel that that has changed over the past few years, and we're, we're seeing really big publishers like Elsevier and um, Cell Press have a number of open access publications. Could you comment on the open access landscape and, and this model of publishing? Yes, you're, you're right, Kate. I, I think our view of that has started to change. And it used to be, we think the open access is just feed for publication. And, uh, but this, um, you know, it's necessary to collect the feed because it's open access. And, uh, but I, I consider this is the future of publication. So this will allow um, the publication uh, be um, accessed and viewed very quickly and without any uh, required subscriptions. So I, I think this is our way to get the result out to, to the community as soon as possible. But on the other hand, we do want to avoid the model of say, this is free for publication. You pay, we pay, we publish anything you want. And I, I think here, JMCC Plus definitely want to distinguish itself from the uh, simply free for publication journal. So we, uh, our first priority is still the science and the quality and the research oriented. And the open access is just the way to allow um, the information be distributed very quickly and very accessible. Davor, do you have anything to add? Yeah, yes, I mean, I, I agree with everything that the wrong said, um, and we've discussed this obviously at length before. Uh, but I, I should probably also point out that at least in Britain and most of Europe now, most funders actually demand open access. <laughs> so if your work is funded by, let's say, British Heart Foundation or Wellcome Trust or Medical Research Council, at least in UK, you have to publish open access. So, and, you know, so actually it's not just that the, our perception of open access is changing as researchers, uh, the funders also demand it. So, you're right, the landscape is changing for many reasons. Uh, and I agree with Rong, though, this is not a fee for acceptance. This is simply a, a, in a way, a handling fee that enables everyone to read it. That's how we look at it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast today. It's been really great to hear about the new journal. 
and I think it's a, a fantastic initiative and I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading the first issue. Thank you both very much. Yeah, our pleasure. Thank you, Kate.